Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn's show. How are and you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I, I wasn't fine. going into the litany. I just am just making sure people know, even though we were just so proudly introduced. As our 10th year and counting. Not yeah, just any two women. Right. <laughs> tenth year and counting. Uh-huh. Amazing what we do in 10 years. I know, amazing. And, and we look, don't even look it. older. Yeah. Well, how about that? It's amazing how things work out that way. Uh-huh. Well, so, in your case, it's Botox, so that's... Oh, why, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so not true. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> I know. We it never, is not, never. It is not that. Don't touch the face. So, Remember John Travolta used to say, don't touch the hair in, uh, the, uh, what was it, Saturday Night Live, Fever, whatever? Saturday Night Fever, yeah. yes. So I'm yeah. saying don't touch the face. Okay. Um, so what's been going on this week? Come on, you've had a lot of things going on. I haven't even heard from you in a week, so you must have been really, really busy. I don't know what the hell I was doing in front of the <laughs> It's chasing the Green Ridge chicken around. Oh, that's Meyer right. Spo- Meyer spotted it twice. Oh, my goodness. Did you put it on Facebook? I did not. Al Durunda told me it was forgot. all over Facebook, and I didn't see any of well, it. Well, it must have been, but not, not in the Laurie and Lynn show. Well, I, I didn't... didn't see it at all, but have not had a sighting, although he did twice. He saw it twice on, on Green Ridge Street, believe it or not. That thing is still running around. Well, I don't know now. It's a week. It's a week. It'll be almost a week by the time you listen when he wow. saw it. But, yeah. And, well, you know, thing. how it is. Yeah. And so I never heard anything back from those FedEx people, even though I called and registered my complaint. I still haven't heard, so yeah. I, will, I will be calling again because I have a case number, so, mm-hmm. which I did, just didn't do yet. Um and so every time we went by a FedEx truck, Meyer's like, there they are. <laughs> oh, God. But um, so I don't know. Yeah, last weekend, um, I don't even remember what I did. I don't think I went. No, where, did, were we with you? You no, were away? No, we, Patrick and I went out on Saturday night to... Um, Oh, we were supposed to go out with yes, you. Yes, but then Meyer's brother came in. That's right. His brother was in, so they all went out. I stayed. Right. Oh, I, I remember. I stayed home. That's what I thought. Both it was, Friday and Saturday it was a night. Because I was exhausted from 
uh, going to see Sean, which we had a great time. And then the next morning, um, we were up and early and ready because we went to, um, I had the breakfast, the Commission for Women breakfast um, at 8. I had to be there at 8. Got there at 8.15, full disclosure. But so I was just exhausted. So I came home and I fell asleep at 6 o'clock in the evening on Friday night. Wow. I even was attempting to cancel my nail appointment. That's how tired I was during the day. Hmm. And that's pretty nuts. That's That's unheard of. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, yeah, and I stayed home, fell asleep until quarter after 10. And then I stayed home Saturday night because they went out, and that's when we were going to go, and I decided to stay. Um, So it was good, though. It was um, nice to just do nothing. Well, I don't ever remember being as tired as I was on Saturday night. Um, See, it's... Friday night, uh, you know, I was in Philadelphia with my sister, and we went to a lovely place called Paris in Chestnut Hill, and of course, the theme of everything was French food. And uh, everybody was, do you want to sit outside? Let's sit outside. And they have all the beautiful little cafe-type tables with the umbrellas. And I looked up at the sky, and I said, nah, nah. She said, oh, come on, it's going to blow over. I said, no, I don't think so. I said, I want to eat inside. <sighs> so we ordered. We got the first appetizers, and it just poured. Poured. And everybody was running inside. People were drenched, running inside, wanting to find seats. And I went, ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get it. But it was wonderful to be in that restaurant. It was just great. I love Chestnut Hill. Yeah. and so we, pretty. We had such good food. We really, really enjoyed it. And then uh, went back to her house, dropped her off. And then I left and drove into downtown Philly and stayed at the Wyndham in the old town area saw all the tourists who were there visiting the liberty bell independence hall blah 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 ben franklin museum and i just uh, went to bed i was thrilled to be sleeping in a bed in a room by myself it was wonderful and so i woke up in the morning and got dressed and went to my event which was a I guess it was until about 3.30 in the afternoon, 4 o'clock, from 9 o'clock till 4.30. And I, it was all about caregiving, which I thought was really wonderful. The, the topics they addressed and the speakers they had were just incredible. Things I didn't know, um, not just necessarily about caregiving, but about one of the things that I was really impressed by was a speaker who was a professor and talked about sleep. And he... It was amazing. And how important it is. All that we know. But, I mean, the different levels of sleep and how, as we age, we have less of the quality sleep than we did when we were younger. Just simply because our brains are wired in a certain way. So it was was a fascinating thing that he talked about. So shortly after that, I just, it was about, I don't know, 2.30, 3 o'clock. Yeah, that's. I'm yawning sitting there, and I thought, this is not good. But according to what he said, it was the way it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. because at certain times during the day, you know, you have those lulls. And so this was getting to be a lull time. And in any event, it was just such a beautiful day. I just said, I'm not sitting inside this conference room anymore. Beautiful days are such a rarity. 
I said, okay, we're, I'm out of here. So I walked out, and I started just walking around the blocks where I was. And where I, were you, by the way? Uh, it was uh, down in the old town. I forget. Old city? Chestnut, yeah. Chestnut and something. Third and fourth, I think, somewhere around there. So I just went for a walk because I knew how to get back to the hotel, which was only about three blocks away. So I went to a corner um, coffee shop. And that's really what I wanted. I did not want a Starbucks. I wanted to go to a place that was local and that maybe had some different things. I walked in there, and I said, I'm looking for some iced tea. And they said, it's right over here. So they had some Ceylon black tea. And they said, it'll take four minutes to brew it and get it to you. Is that okay? I said, that is fine. So I waited for four minutes and just stood in the window and watched all the people going by, which was an amazing event. And uh, a group of people came in who obviously were from somewhere in the British Isles. They had a very distinct accent. And um, it was just fun to watch them navigating downtown Philadelphia. They'd never been there before. So I got my drink and I walked back to the hotel, packed up my things, and came home. And that was the day, and I was just so delighted because it was just such a wonderful day. It was a beautiful day. It was 72 nice and, degrees or something. Right, it was like nice that. in our neck of the woods, too. So that it was, was great. All good. So we Nothing got like Philly and, with nice weather. Uh, there's, it's fabulous. I know, I love it. It was really wonderful. We had been there in that area before. I'm going to say at least 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, with my stepson, Tyler, who had, he just wanted to see Philadelphia. He's a, a history buff like his father. So the two of them, we walked around, went to all the different sites in that area. And um, it was really really hot it was in the 90s it was extremely humid i hated it i just i can't breathe in weather like that so i was delighted to be able to walk around the same area mm -hmm. and breathe it yeah. was a wonderful thing <laughs> yep but it was really nice it was a fascinating um convention whatever conference whatever you want to call it i met some really wonderful people and and then I just enjoyed the day. It was really nice. Good. So that was Saturday night. I went home and fell asleep like you Say, did on same Friday. Thing. Mm -hmm. I slept for 10 hours. Yeah, it's, it is. It's it a lot. It was amazing. You know, I have to say, too, yesterday, um, last night, uh, we had a grand opening of the Friendship House uh, Adult Behavioral uh, um, Center. Center in uh, Mayfield behavioral health is what I was looking for and uh, we acquired a, a company that was in Carbondale and we moved it to the old um, county building which housed domestic relations and it used to be the old um, the X I should say um, Votec mm -hmm. and so we had a little grand opening last night in the atrium which was great it's a building owned by um, Ray Angeli and Carl Pfeifenberger, and I don't know if there's another guy involved, but those guys, they were both there, so it was nice to see them. We had a nice turn, about 50-some people, and we had a ribbon cutting by the mayor, Mayor Chellick of um, Mayfield, because we were there, and um, it's wonderful. And uh, Carolyn Baldy Catalano, who owns Mansours, they did the, she and Ste Stephanie did the catering, and it was 
fabulous. I'm sure. Um, it was really, really nicely done. A young woman who works at Friendship House by the name of uh, Lauren Finley Cleveland uh, and I worked together to... She did a great job um, to get this the way it looked beautiful. My sister did the flowers, Tron did the linen, Scranton Rental did, you know, all the, the tables and chairs. And it was just, it, it looked beautiful. It was a beautiful day. And the place is perfect for an event. There's a big kitchen because, of course, it used to be the old, the Votec. Mm -hmm. So Carolyn was able to stage everything in there and it came right out off of there to the event space. It was wonderful. It It is really, really a great place to have an event. As weird as that that may sound because the inside it's called the atrium and they have this funky chandelier and it's it, just everything about it the flow was fabulous so we had a really really nice nice night um channel 28 was there um my, our dear friend tony um Engie, or that's what we call him but his real name is tony Ingargiola, and he was shooting uh the piece for wbre and he said i listen to you every week so we have to give a big <laughs> shout out to tony Ingi or Ingargiola, who always does a great job when he's there for WBRE. Um, and it was just a great night for all involved. Um, Alex Azuri, who's our president of the company, it's uh, it's so, so exciting for me to see Friendship House flourishing and adding on and doing bigger and better things. And um, And why is that? It's just, well, a lot of stuff happened in, in good directions, a great board of directors and, uh, you know, letting go and taking a risk to let go of some of the control and um, after changes were made. And it's uh, it's very um, satisfying to see such the work. I mean, the Friendship House, as you know, is older than the county of Lackawanna itself. So mm -hmm. um, it, I'm very proud of that organization and the work that everybody does there. But it was so much fun last night. It was just the perfect night. It was at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which my energy kicks right in at that time. So um, I just... goes to sleep. <laughs> no, I love it. I love that part time of the afternoon. I love it. And it just flow. Everything about it was perfect. Good. So um, big hats off to Friendship House and to the County of Mayfield welcoming us um, so nicely. The mayor was great. And uh, again, big ribbon cutting the whole thing. The chamber, Stephanie Longo from the chamber was there. And that was really nice to have that involvement. And we did it really. It was a we had a great time. So yay, yay, yay! And how about the election? Two seconds. We can talk about it. What did you think? Well, I was waiting for you to bring it up because I almost I, forgot. Oh my God. I almost forgot. Yeah. Okay. So I think it was interesting. Yeah, I, I really do. Um, and I'm glad it turned out the way it did. Mm -hmm. I was happy about that. And as usual, I was grabbing Patrick to go and vote. And the only thing he was concerned about was what food they had there. Oh, at the voting booth? Oh, they always do. They have, they have food? cookies. They have brownies. They oh, have my donuts. Word. It's amazing. Well, we're going to talk to about a two seconds more when we come back as you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we will be right back. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, which is a financial planning firm dedicated to the needs of, of, of baby boomer women. I'm getting blasted here by this 
screen. Okay. Anyway, uh, and I'm also the host of a, a podcast called Power of the Purse. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we, before we took a break, we were talking a little bit about the election. Um, so you were saying there was food at your Always polling is. area. See, I've never seen food Candy. in Dunmore. Never, Everything. never. Mm -mm. That's nice, though. It is. That's it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, I mean, there in. might be. I just never have noticed because I go in with one thing. Get it, yes. go, gone. <laughs> Vote and gone. Yeah, so that was it. So he had to, you know, do his thing with everybody mm -hmm. that was there. We were the, well, we I'm just glad he still right exercises in. his civic duty, so yes. that's a good thing. Well, I reminded him of the fact that he's a Vietnam veteran, that there's no excuse why he should not vote at every election. Absolutely. Good for him. So, anyway, and good for you. Well, yeah, so it was low turnout, though. Yeah, um, but we expect But that. whatever. So congratulations to all those who won and mm -hmm. to those who didn't. Um, you know, it's... And those who served before, we uh, thank you for that. And uh, I always, you know, you just got to wish people good luck in what they do in the future. That's all. You do. So, um, all right. We'll so see what happens. Are you ready to take a quiz? Oh no! Come on, you said I'm you kidding. wanted to. All right, this one is called. I didn't take this. No, we didn't. I set it up last week, but we never got to it. Financial fluency. This is from Kiplinger. Is this like a Kiplinger. perfect timing for the Fidelity Bank? Uh, of course it is. It next. was all designed that okay. way. All right. So this is uh, test your financial uh. fluency. Here we go. Starting the quiz. You saved $25,000 for a down payment on a house. You plan to buy within a year. Which of the following is the safest place to keep your money? A, under your mattress, B, stocks, C, bonds, or D, bank savings account? D. That's correct. Okay. What's the fastest and easiest way to boost your paycheck? I love the first one. <laughs> Suck up to your boss. <laughs> Get a second job. Or adjust your tax withholding. Of course, adjust your tax withholding. Yes, ma'am. I, okay. I, I could have told you before you gave me any of them. Well, okay. okay. What will help most towards building a good credit history or repairing a bad one? A, pay bills on time and keep credit card balances low. B, limit applications for new credit and keep old accounts open. Or C, sweet talk the credit card company phone rep. Um, all of the above, but I would say B. Like C is really valid. Uh -huh. No, it's um, C bills. is valid. You for you it would be. <laughs> <laughs> for mere mortals, is always no. always mere maybe mere <clears throat> mortals. I guess. Yes. See, so, I okay. So I'm wrong. That yeah. The correct answer is pay bills on time and keep credit card balances low. Well, see, that's why I think the other one applies too. That's why I said all of the above. Well, because the second option. one's not wrong either. Well, no. Is it? No, it's not wrong. But the but it's going to help in the long run. Is all I'm yeah. saying. So the answer is D, all of the above. Oh, gosh. All right. Go fine. ahead. What investment offers the highest growth potential for your long-term goals? Treasury bonds, money market accounts, stocks, or residential real estate? <sighs> what was it again? 
What investment offers the highest? Yeah, now what are the answer oh, questions? Treasury bonds, money market, stocks, or residential real estate? I have no idea. It depends. I'm going to just say C. That's correct. Okay. All right. Bob is unemployed, single, childless, in good health, and drives a clunker. He should not be anywhere on dating sites. All right. I was just going to say... <laughs> Undateable. Go ahead. <laughs> Which insurance could he most likely do without? Life insurance, health insurance, or auto insurance? Life insurance, I guess. Correct. Which of these accounts or products is protected by the federal government <sighs> against loss? A 401k, 529 plan, municipal bonds, certificate of deposit, or none of the above? I don't know anything about a, f a 59, anything or other. 529 plan? Or 529. Okay. So I can't answer. So I'll just say D because I have no idea. That's correct. It's FDIC insurance. Okay, number seven. Ashley, age 20, contributes $3,000 per year to an individual retirement account for 10 years, then stops letting her money sit in the account. Adam, age 30, so he's 10 years older than Ashley, contributes $3,000 each year to an IRA for 35 years. Who will have more money at age 65, assuming they get the same investment returns? Say Adam the first part, Ashley's 20 and makes what? And contributes 3,000 a year for 10 years and stops. Adam is 30, contributes 3,000 every year for 35 years. Well Adam. Actually, it's Ashley. How? P compounding. Well, wouldn't he get compounding too? Yes, but he's starting later. Ten she years? Is that big of a difference? Yeah, it is. Wow. It okay. Is. Okay. What does not affect your auto insurance rates? Oh. Your credit score, your car make and model, your car color, or your address? <laughs> Well, I would say credit score because I don't know anybody who takes a credit score when you're getting health, your life insurance, although the color auto, of the car. Auto insurance. What? You just said life insurance. Auto insurance. I mean, insurance. auto insurance. Who takes your credit? Who takes your, your credit? I, so I don't know. Color would mean nothing. But sometimes red, they think you go faster psychologically. <laughs> so I don't, I mean. You're doing the same thing I was when I was trying to answer these questions yeah like i mean that would be the only thing so, they would be the only two i have never had my credit score taken that i'm aware of in my in my uh, my car thing but maybe they do so color i don't know is that your answer yeah color? i guess because okay. god only knows and that's correct yeah there we go that's correct where do they take your credit no one's ever oh, told do. me ever never don't they have to disclose that yes but you well, signed something that you that they did i don't sign anything without reading it <laughs> well then Every you must have missed that single thing i do i sign okay. i don't i'm kidding go yeah, ahead right when do children need to file a tax return at age 16 at age 18 <sighs> when they get their first job or when their income reaches a certain level um income reaches a certain level and that's correct bingo all right uh, you can withdraw contributions you made to a Roth IRA at any time for any purpose without paying any taxes or penalties and without having to pay it back ever. True or false? True. 
Now they say it's true, but I believe that's false the way it was stated. Because oh, see, if I got you, it right. That's all I care about. If you don't hold on to a Roth IRA for at least five years before you withdraw the money, then that money is taxable. And they say ever. Okay, well, I still said wrong. Okay, you lost your wallet. What should you do first? Cry. That's the first option. Uh-huh. Second one is notify your bank and credit card companies. Third is contact the credit bureaus. And D, call the Social Security office. I would be calling my credit card people first. You're just asking me. I don't think I would even think of Social Security, but that would be what I would do. So notify After I got mad and cried. Well, that's a given. Yeah. Okay, so notify your bank and credit card companies or contact the credit bureaus. Oh, no, uh, the bank and credit card companies. Okay. And that's correct. And the thing says, put your tears of frustration on hold. <laughs> Not me. Ah, oh, that's funny. First, notify your credit card companies and bank to monitor your accounts for fraud. And then second, contact the credit bureaus. Okay, and the last one. Congratulations, you got a raise. What should you do with the extra money each month? Upgrade your lifestyle? You've been pinching pennies for too long. It's time to reward yourself and live it up. Or B, maintain your lifestyle. Take this opportunity to pay off your high-interest debts and boost your savings. It's time to get ahead. B. Yeah, as boring as it might be. But God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so technically you got 10 out of 12 correct. And the average 10 person, out of 12? I only got one wrong. Well, you disagreed with one of them, but that isn't necessarily <sighs> what they accept. Okay, so um, most people get 8 out of 12. You got 10 or 11 well, out well, of 12. Well, hello. So nicely done. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Okay, so we finished with that, Celine. Jeez All right. Louise. Yeah. Tough. That was what? too easy, Lynn. That was too easy? Yeah. All right, well, then we'll make up a harder one next mm -hmm. time. Okay, so I wanted to also acknowledge a gift that was given to me in the last week, which was by home. Dear friend of mine, Joan Glover. Oh, jeez. And she sent me a book that says, that's called Promoted to Grandma. I thought it was really cute. Great. So it's all kinds of things that you can do with your grandchildren, things you want to make sure that you don't do, and ways to deal with um, so-called parenting, if it might be a little bit different than what their parents want uh -huh. them to do, all that kind of stuff. It was really interesting. It was very sweet that she said That's it. That's very nice, since you're a but new grandma. It reminded me of something that was in this AARP uh, magazine. It says, uh, it's called What It Means to Be a Grandparent. An AARP survey finds evolving attitudes among this generation. More than four out of five Americans, 65 and older, some 83% have grandchildren. What does it mean to be one of these 70 million grandparents? They asked over 2,600 people to talk about the joys, challenges, and surprises of grandparenting. We found that a third of grandparents have grandchildren of different race or ethnicity than themselves. A majority said they'd support an LGBT grandchild. Most felt that their parenting was superior to their children's. Wow, go figure. <laughs> Nearly all love the role and think they're good at it, and they spend. This number blew me away. $179 billion annually. And you can read more about that in a study that they did. 
I just think wow. I'm watching how things well, are going. Well, that's true, though. <clears throat> yeah, I can it, see it. Well, you know what? I just think, and I love to see how friends treat their grandchildren, knowing how they were as parents. And I was just with Catherine Richmond Collin before I came here, who yeah. I absolutely adore. Yeah. And she has two boy grandsons who are maybe a year apart or so, Teddy and Charlie. And they are the cutest little, you just, I just want to go through the, when you see them and grab them. They're so cute. So Catherine was just showing me and she just showed me their outfits that she bought for them for Memorial Day. Red, white, and blue. Beautiful, stunning, seersucker, like of course she would only and it's just amazing because she is so in love. The, the love is so different I think it seems with my friends who are grandparents. Of course, I'm far too young for that. But um, it's just amazing to see these kids and how they, how the how my friends are to these little tykes. It's beautiful and funny and everything because it's so different than when they were parents. Well, this weekend we get to see. I know. I the learned infamous Princess Isla. Here we go. Yeah. So well, we're going to say a big hello to Isla. Yes. Jessica and Tyler as we take our break. Yes. So you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Wonderful. I know you are. Okay. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm designed specifically for the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And our guest expert this morning is Dina Hughes who is her title is work business development specialist at Fidelity Bank and uh, welcome Thank I, I you. don't know what else to say because we got so much to talk about about what you're doing um, you do so much work outside of the bank you don't really do a lot in the bank correct so she brought us a swag bag and I love morning. it we had a <laughs> lot of fun stuff. of stuff yep and it's really great but I, I know we were talking a little bit before you got here about some of the things that she was doing and you're working now with somebody else who's in a different role at the bank and tell us how that expands what the two of you do together Yes, so I'm part of our business services team um, and uh, encompasses our at work program, which I spearhead, uh, our treasury management program, which Sharon Mullaney does, and merchant services, which Chris O'Brien does. But as a team, we all kind of tag team each other and, and help and support. But uh, recently, I've taken on an expanded role as far as treasury management goes. So um, besides my normal duties of going out and bringing the bank to uh, each workplace uh, for the employer and the employees, uh, uh, now we're having an opportunity to have conversations with those um, uh, owners and, and business owners uh, in regards to cash flow and, and cash management needs. And I can support then our, our branch managers in that capacity and, and take a little bit of a load off of Sharon's back so she can focus more on our business banking and our commercial lenders. So. And Sharon's been here many times. Yes. Yes. How she, tell her we send our love, please. I haven't seen her in a while. I will. And Mike Pacino was in my office <gasps> earlier today. So I told him I was coming and he said, 
Mike. Hi, Mike is the coolest guy walking around this area. So tell him he's a great guy. Tell him he can't get a better. Now wait a minute. Shout out the man. Very jealous. I don't care. Mike and I are. Don't get me in the middle of that one. No, 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 Mike. I just love him. He's just a doll. So send him my best. I will. I will. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's great. Learn. He's learning new things. Um, I love expanding, you know, my capacities with the bank and getting out to see our customers and and their employees. So it's fun. Dina, what? Every time I look at this and see this, I, I just have a blank when I because I don't understand something. What is it? What is done under business treasury management? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So pretty much anything, if you think of a business and its needs for its banking, um, cash flow, the ins and the outs of the money. Uh, so that could be anywhere from you know paying bills electronically, accepting payments from vendors electronically, uh, making deposits at your business location so you don't have to go to the bank branch with our remote deposit scanner, uh, utilizing online banking to make transfers, uh, merchant services, credit card processing, taking your payments from your customers that way. Um, you know, sweep services, managing your own bank accounts, making sure that it, it works for your needs. So all of that cash flow conversation that we have with the business owner is underneath the umbrella of treasury management. So. Okay. I just thought that was an unusual name because I think of treasury as treasury bonds. Right. And, right. The, and the term treasury management, you also hear cash management mm -hmm. or okay. business services. So in, in the financial world today, it's, it's changed because how you do banking has changed. Whereas yeah. it used to be you had physically cash mm -hmm. to manage. Mm -hmm. right. And now everything has become so electronic that now they are calling it more treasury management. So it encompasses okay. all of that for you. Got and it. Dina, I have a question for you too. And I it drives me, this is some a big pet peeve of mine. Uh-oh, here it comes. People... Uh -oh companies that don't accept credit cards that that absolute and then you hear oh i'd rather you do this because it costs me less money mm. i don't care if it costs you less money it's the cost you're paying the cost of doing business correct so i don't i have to pay my credit card fees if i don't pay it off on a monthly basis just like everybody else as a consumer mm. as a business person everybody knows that you jack the prices up of what you're charging somebody to cover the costs I know American Express is higher as the merchant fee. I know all that. But how do you still in this day and age, I'm sure you do, yeah. encounter businesses who will do everything but will not yeah. accept, I mean, restaurants, It and I understand, it just drives me absolutely crazy. You know, and it is more common than you than you realize how it businesses is? are. Yeah, they're See? adverse to really? credit cards. There's a variety of it's reasons. It's getting better, I think. I, it is getting better. Um, it's scary to a business owner to think about accepting a credit card because the merchant industry is confusing to a lot of people. Um, what credit cards are what? What fees am I paying? Mm -hmm. How much are you going to charge me? Um, do I have to buy equipment? And you fraud, know? too. I mean, right. all that comes That's the other aspect, too, right. is, is you have to be sure that, you know, then if you're leaving yourself open to that liability of taking that credit card, and what if that is a fraudulent card? Right. Um, but you're right. The cost of doing business, you know, you may think that, oh, I'm paying for 
fees to accept this credit card. I'm losing money. But the opportunity you have for your customer business, right, to utilize a card to make a purchase. And we find that if people have the ability to use a card, they make a larger purchase. And so you actually can have a greater ticket sale than you would have had before if someone is only going to be able to pay cash Mm -hmm. or check. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we in our business services department in that conversation can speak to that owner and address all those questions. um, Let them know that the world of merchant services has changed. It's a lot easier to understand now. Um, Merchant processors understand that their customers were confused. And so they've made the bills a lot easier to to look at and read and understand. The equipment is a lot more modern and simplified and, and, you know, straightforward. And less less intrusive. There's so little now. I mean, it's so many options. You can have a a device attached to your phone on a tablet. Right. You know, it's not just like a little crazy looking hard terminal that's attached to your register. Mm -hmm. The register itself could be the whole terminal. So there's so many different ways now to to help them and ease them into that. And and we can definitely, you know, address those concerns. Because uh, you know that that's what you do. It's just like anything else. You build it into the end. The end user gets the the, the fee. I mean, that's what happens. So, you know, to say this is not like I'm not like, you know, I'm not too bad, so sad. I'm not worried that it's really. Well, I don't care. I don't ever have cash in my pocket. So that's the problem, too. But the other thing is, I don't mind if it's what it is and I want it, I'm going to buy it. Right. You've already attached your fees. Why would you? It's just I it just drives me. Mm -hmm. It's just a. A thing of mine. I don't care. It's don't tell me it's the cost of doing business. Is is the, is you open a business now? Accept the ways pe- the people have to pay. I mean, or you you're gonna you ultimately. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine you don't lose business that way. You, you do in the long run. You do. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just um, drives me crazy. Yeah, and everything's I, going towards digital too. So you just use yeah. your cell phone. You don't even need the card anymore. You just That's tap right. the phone mm-hmm. and you pay. And so it's amazing. The and technology. I love when people say we accept every card you have. I'm like mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I, Julia. It's it's crazy. But okay, so that you find people are still reluctant. Is mm-hmm. it is it be mostly the biggest driver of the bus? The fees, um, or is it fear of fraud and, and that kind of stuff? fear of just the unknown okay because it's it's you, you most people are not versed in merchant services they don't understand it so that to have that conversation they don't even want to think about it you know i just can't i, I don't want to think about it. i'm just going to take cash and check i, I don't even want to go down that road right but it, once you get them over that hurdle whatever their fears may be they realize how it can make their business it's a lot so more profitable much, yeah it's so much easier yeah. you know to, there's a you mentioned about uh, the cost of doing business and that that the fees and all right. that kind of stuff there's a restaurant, I won't mention the name, that I go to a lot, and they only accept cash. Now, the thing is, there are many times I walked in there and thought, oh, no, I didn't I forgot check. To, right. Well, then they would send you to um, uh, an ATM yeah. that was outside. And, another, I, I, and I said, that's craziness. Well, you know how they got around it? They actually put an ATM machine in their in business. There. Mm. Yeah. So it's one of those that's not related to a bank. So you're paying four dollars to yeah. take the money out uh, there. Right. And then your bank is charging you four dollars to process yeah. the thing. Now, why would anybody find that that's attractive? I mean, I would rather say, like you said, you know, it's not my responsibility 
to do to this. To worry about you in business. Yeah. You're putting you yourself put out that there. in somewhere. If it's 2% on a credit card, I'd rather pay the 2% than lose customers who are saying, mm-hmm. I can't go in and pay that nonsense mm-hmm. because I forgot cash. Yeah, I've seen that before myself, too, with local establishments that accept cash. So I'll just put an ATM inside to thinking that solves mm-hmm. the issue, but no. it doesn't. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. So. It doesn't. And, then, you know, in, in wh- how many... Um, industries do you know where where you get you're inviting you bring people into your establishment and you're actually paying a large part of what they take home like in a in a restaurant business the tip you give them because they're required they can pay up to so much i know not everybody does they may pay more however they do it and it's just the industry i mean not only are you not accepting my card i'm actually paying your employees to keep them happy here Mm. in many ways you know that's so you don't think about it that way but it's true i mean they're relying on the tips that they get so if you have employees who want to be paid you should have that availability because restaurants are the only thing that i know that i've been at recently who i've run into not accepting stores you never have that pro- like mm-hmm. merchants um uh, you know retail stores i've i haven't had that issue it's 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 uh, restaurants right More and i common. remember we used to go to a restaurant when we were little in Bartonsville called the Bartonsville Inn. Mm-hmm. And my father used to love it because my father, being a beer distributor, they weren't allowed to accept any type of credit card or anything way back when in the right. beer business so through the li- licensing Pennsylvania, um, you know, liquor control board. So those were diff- things were different back then. And we would go to this place and we, my father didn't use a credit card anyway. It was always cash. We'd be here, big, you know, cash cat. And, do, do, do. and um, <laughs> it was, that's how he, he did it. And I mean, even getting loans, like he said, I used to ha- go up to the West Side Bank and I'd shake the president's hand. And that was my, I mean, those were the mm-hmm. things years ago. That's so right. he, my father didn't think like he didn't think he thought it was bizarre that we would use or not have money. How do you not have money? Yeah. Cash on you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, he, we would go to this place and he would say you know why they don't have take accept credit cards because they keep their prices low they don't charge it to us in the end but and the guy would my father knew the owner and he would come and talk to us his daughters worked there and he said he said that's why i don't do it i'm so it's only restaurants that i really have run into that recently yeah, yeah it's more common in that industry than, than others but um but it it nowadays with with you know the delivery of food uh, via how many different methods yeah, now you have, you to, have right? to be able to take card to pay for that right. you know this you're you're, mis- and all right. these you're missing now. out on all those opportunities to have uh, your your business go further yeah. um, and your ticket size too I mean it's going to be larger when you when you take credit card and is that prove it like do they introduce the st- uh, statistics must show that you are going to spend more if you oh, have yes. your card the sales has throw, and we all do it yeah we do that it does it's it does. cash you're only living Right. to what you have in your in your Because even uh, with wallet. an ATM, unless you have a, a credit card that lets you take a cash advance, you're limited then to utilizing your debit card and whatever cash you have in your account. And some right. people want to use a credit card because they right. like the miles or the cash right. back. Right. They don't want to get the cash out and give you the cash. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a lot of different things and, and there's many pieces of the puzzle, <laughs> but hopefully they'll at least be open to having that conversation. conversation with you. And the other thing yes. is talk to your bank. Talk yes. to the people in this department with Fidel bank that know what they're doing how they can help you how they can alle- you know alleviate some mm-hmm. of your fears and look at the way the backup that the bank has how you work with the merchants dur- through this merchant right. um, plan 
all of those things will help them make better choices in the end anyway. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that local relationship, being a community bank, we want to make sure we're there for that business owner through everything and, and be a phone call away and yeah. not have to worry about, you know, reaching someone in, you know, some other state or wherever they may be. That's the benefit of having us as a local community bank. So. Yep. That's all good. So how can someone or anyone who's interested uh, get in touch with you, Dean, or anybody else? Yeah, so uh, you're welcome to visit our website, bank at the word at fidelity.com. Uh, we have a variety of ways to contact us there. Um, or you can call our, our customer care, which is open seven days a week, and they can put you in touch with us. Um, or stop in to any one of our branches. Uh, we have 11 branches currently. We're in construction with our 12th branch in Mountaintop. Mm-hmm. So in uh, our branches, we'll be happy to get you connected to the right people as well and don't forget to look out for the ice cream truck yes Yes. our complimentary fidelity sweets and treats i love it i saw it parked in front of fidelity last night i gave it a big smile and wave didn't wave back but what are we going to do anyway thank you very much everybody have a wonderful holiday weekend enjoy it uh the first unofficial weekend of summer so uh thanks for listening we'll see you next week be safe and please be nice Bye. bye this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.